there is a place in South Dakota that is going to have a sporting event with a crowd on uh, this weekend, on Saturday. Park Jefferson International Speedway there, uh, just uh, just over by the Iowa and South Dakota, Nebraska borders in the North Sioux City area. Owners of the Park Jefferson International Speedway say they are holding open-wheel racing Saturday despite the pandemic. The track said on its Twitter feed all 700 tickets to the event have been sold out. In a release on its website, Front Row Challenge Enterprises said, quote, with everything sitting idle and much of the world in a day-to-day phase, we are excited to bring a little bit of normalcy back to the racing world. While it won't be quite a normal race day, we have been watching South Dakota's guidelines to ensure we are in line with their mandates, and we are extremely excited about racing on April 25th. One other fact here before we give our opinions. Besides limiting spectators, the track said they were limiting entries to 32 cars each in 410 sprint cars and IMCA mods. They also said no more than 10 people will be allowed in a team's pit area. So they're doing what they, they claim are socially distant, responsible measures to be able to pull this off, both with how close competitors get and their teams get in the pits, but also the fans in the stands. Now, when I first saw this, my jaw dropped. I was like, really? What about the people who want to go to the bathroom? How are people going to go to the bathroom? You're going to get close to each other, and there's going to be germs everywhere there. I wouldn't go. And it's not just because racing and dirt track racing isn't my cup of tea. But the event is being allowed to be held within these borders of South Dakota. And I'll, I'll put it this way, Craig, since there's probably a bigger crowd for, say, if there was a, an outdoor baseball or football game to be staged this upcoming weekend. Say there was, and 700 fans were allowed to go to this, and they're going to try to make it so people are six feet apart as they should be under CDC guidelines at all times. Since it's being allowed to happen, and it would be a sport you like, would you go? Uh, 4,000 seat uh, grandstand where only 700 will be in there. Hey, I'm, I, I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it at all. Now, the governor has said she strong, strongly recommends nobody goes because she still wants to have people uh, not be at places where there's more than 10 people. But it sure sounds like this is going to be all spread out. You're gonna, you could be 10 feet away from everybody and find a seat in somewhere, and no one's going to be by you, and you can watch some racing. Um, there's no concession stands. Um, so uh, I'm, you know, they're taking as many precautions as possible, and I, I think it's time to get back at it, and I have no problem with it being held this weekend. I do, and here's why. Uh, where, do, where are people going to the bathroom? And if they're going to the bathroom in a place where other people were going to the bathroom, we know this spreads on surfaces. And, you know, most of us get the heebie-jeebies of going to public restrooms anyway, anywhere. I would certainly not go, and I am certainly concerned about things being spread that way and people going back to their homes and back to wherever they live. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and especially infecting somebody who would be vulnerable to the virus. I understand it's being allowed to happen, and if you want to go, you want to go. But I think whenever we go to places where 
uh, we're not going to be socially distant or we're going to be in places where it's easy for germs to be spread. We may not be worried about our lives, but I would be worried about other people's lives. On Twitter, 70% of you say no. You would not go to a sporting event right now in South Dakota with 700 fans in attendance. And if it was allowed to be staged and they did every measure they could make in a socially distant manner. And I do want to point this out with my answer. And we have time to take a couple phone calls on this if you want to call at 336-1230. I, I, we have not gotten a hold of the, of the raceway promoter or owner, and I want to talk to them based off of what I've read and just read on the air. They're trying. They're, they're trying to do what they think is socially responsible because they, they don't want this to get spread. Um, and again, they're being allowed to, so of course nobody can stop them. Um, I, but, I, but, but to me, it comes down just as a human being for my own personal thoughts. And this would, you know, this again would apply to the Canaries. I love going to Canaries games. And I can't wait to go when I go. But, uh, again, i got to go to the bathroom most of the time when I go to these events. And I don't quite know what the answer is on this. If you're going to be on a racetrack for a couple hours, at some point you're going to have to go to a bathroom. And can we believe it's realistic, even if there's no concourses or concession stands, that people are going to be six feet apart from each other and you're not going to be around, around germs and you don't know where they're coming from? By the way, they will have concessions. I just saw that. Okay. Um, it'll be done by uh, credit card transactions. But, hey, if you're nervous, don't go. Well, that's why. No, it's that, outside. This is yeah. outside. You're not in a bubble. You're not in a room with anybody else. You're outside. And if you are 10 feet away from somebody, you're watching a race, I don't have a problem with it at all. Well, I wouldn't go to the concession stand. Whoever's making my food, popping food, my corn has. Cur- do that's, that at the uh, movies anyway. That's fine. Um, but 67% of people right now are with me, and they say they just, they just wouldn't go. And that's why I framed this question not should they do it, but would you go? Um, keep answering. I think it's something we're going to follow up on because it is damn intriguing. I mean, I was I was surprised and I was like, wow, well, these these folks have some guts to do this um, because everybody's staying away from having events with a bunch of people and they think they've figured out a way to do it. And I applaud them for giving it a try. I don't know what their motives are. It's probably to make a little money. Why anybody is doing this kind of thing. Um, but uh, they also feel like it's some sort of a nice public service because it's something that uh, that we've been that we've had taken away from us during the last month or so. Sports in general and outdoor sporting events, events of any kind. And um We'll follow up. Meanwhile, keep voting on our Twitter poll at KWSN Sports. We made it through. Uh, Larry's been waiting patiently. He wanted to call in. Uh, he enjoyed the interview with Christian Roseboom as well, but he wants to go back to the conversation we had about the Speedway in Jefferson opening up and going to have 700 tickets doled out and taking, to their knowledge, socially. Sold out, by the way. D- yeah, so, well, of course it is because people are starved for a sporting event and they kind of want to. They kind of want to flaunt that, hey, we're out in public, we're not worried, we're not going to let this virus kill us or whatever. Uh, Larry, you wanted to call in, and and, uh, Larry joins us on the Tires, Tires, Tires fan line. Go ahead, Larry. I see I can... Larry? All right, Larry's not with us anymore. Okay. Uh, I'll pass, I'll try to paraphrase what Larry said. He said that they should have, uh, add up the drivers and the people that are there, he wonders if people would go if there were 800 coronavirus test kits there so people would actually be tested. And that's another aspect to this thing as well. Fewer than 1% of people in the country and in this state have been tested, and you, are, they are asympto- you can have it and be asymptomatic. 
So, again, it's being allowed to happen and tickets are being sold, but that's another reason why I wouldn't want to go. And that's Well, I know that's, where you're not going to be this weekend. Yep, and uh, Larry said he wouldn't be there either. But, again, we're going to try to get a hold of uh, either a promoter or uh, somebody who runs the Speedway and get more insight into what people who uh, would be worried about going, um, you know, how those things can be addressed. Meanwhile, when it comes to the NBA, uh, look, it's not looking great. Dave Benz, play-by-play announcer for the Minnesota Timberwolves, was on with us earlier today, and he brought up an aspect that I hadn't even thought of. You know, we're all thinking it's probably not going to happen. You know, the American Association just pushed back the start of their season and the, obviously the Canary season to early July, and that feels like that's the earliest when we're going to have anything, any major organization having games again. And and we all think it probably won't be having fans in the stands. But anyway, uh, I I hadn't thought not every team might come back if we do have these sports come back. I will hedge with what I just said by saying I know everybody wants to play. I know every owner, every front office person in the league, they still want there to be games. I know the players still want to get back out there and play. I just, my own personal feeling is that the reality of the situation is not going to lend itself to that becoming a possibility as every day that goes by, I think the option for that becomes less and less. Is there a possibility that we could see some kind of uh, an, ad- an adapted postseason? I think that's still possibly on the table. And clearly, uh, being a big NBA fan, I'd be happy to see whatever we could get at this point. But, um, you know, my, my overall feeling is that uh, it's, it's, it's probably unlikely that we see all 30 teams back out there to finish off any kind of you know, 19, eight, uh, 19, 20 regular season. And Craig, as you pointed out to Dave Benz, play-by-play guy for the Wolves for FS North, the the Wolves were 19 and 45 and had one of the worst four records in the entire NBA. So they would probably not be carted out there because what reason would there be? They'd already played 64 out of 82 games and had established this year they're terrible and not competitive enough. So they and other crappy teams would probably not be involved if the NBA did find a way to squeeze anything in here. Yeah, it'd be worthless. I would I would uh, keep them where they're at. Right now they'd have the second most ping-pong balls yeah. in uh, the ping-pong ball draft. Yes, the lottery, yes. Uh, and he also gave uh, uh, an update just kind of to reset where the Timberwolves are headed, both for the draft and the offseason, that... Uh, there's one year left on Jaleel Johnson's deal and at least three more on the D'Angelo Russell deal, which was the biggest deal involving the Timberwolves this year. And then Beasley and Gomez, two other big pickups. Uh, we have a Nuggets fan in our building who loved Beasley. And, and he and Gomez are both restricted free agents. These are all new guys brought in by the new president. And uh, the Wolves have a lot more bargaining power to keep them. So what, they were offensively prolific and dynamic, as Dave Benz described them, of course, one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA. And uh, all, th- all things they'll work on whenever they can get back together and go to work. And he did also have some very touching insight into Carl Anthony Towns' mother, who recently passed away of coronavirus. Podcast, we had a lot of draft talk, especially if you're a Vikings, Packers, or Chiefs fan. KWSN.com, The Odd Couple with Chris and Robert. Next, we're back at 3 tomorrow. For Craig, I'm John. Say goodnight, Craig. Good night, Craig.